Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Dana and I just made a program. We started talking after the program, and I just finally interrupted him and said, no, 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 they, they need to hear what you're saying. So, brother, the microphone's yours. Continue talking from your heart. We were talking about kind of how I felt, and I don't want to deal with feelings. But when I had the, the first three dreams over those three different nights and shared them, I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. I had this incredible urgency. I got to get this out, got to get this out, got to get this out. The dream that I just shared on the on the previous program, um, what I feel about it is a whole lot different. I, and I'll, I'll say why. Um, I woke up. Now, this is the discovery dream, right? Discovery dream, yes. Yeah. I woke up in a whole lot better mood and attitude. Um, like the, the September Psalm Assembly event, when I woke up, I felt the peace because I'd, I'd heard, you know, I'd seen Jesus in the dream. And he was the promise of him coming back and the Lord was going to take care of things. But. Um, when I woke up last night with this one, there was a confidence in my spirit that I've, that I've not had with the other dreams. So you're saying this is good news? I, be- I believe it is, because any time there's discovery in a court case, it typically means that an innocent person is, isn't going to just get off. And in- there's, discovery means they have found something that will either implicate the person who actually did the crime and make it worse, or will also provide for the innocence of the innocent person who, who's, not, who's, who's being accused of something. So discovery is always a good thing. Um, I pastored a church back in Indiana several years ago, and we had and we began to have a a a tower on the front of the building began to pull away. And when we brought in an engineer to look at it, they realized that there was a severe engineering issue with that tower, and they had to tear the entire church building down. And at first, it was a, it was like a tragic blow to the people who spent money to help build it and this and that. But once we realized how bad the engineering, the, 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 how it had been put together, how bad that was, it was like, wow, it's a good thing that tower fell away from the, from, the, from the building. It's a good thing we found out that thing because it was so dangerous that the whole tower could have fell and, and ended up killing people. And so in the long run, you know, what, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for good. And so I look at this dream in that sense. First of all, Things are about to be discovered. Information's about to come out. There's evidence that's going to come out. You know, we, we see the, the, especially right now, there's an email scandal going on in the Washington, D.C. involving Joe Biden's son. We also know there's been all these questions about the Hillary Clinton emails and all those things that happen. We, we also know there's a lot of indictments that are prepared to come down, and we're hoping and praying that all that stuff comes out. And those three things alone that I just mentioned could be a huge discovery point for the American people. And when the darkness is put down and the light comes out, you know, light exposes things. Light reveals everything that's being done in the darkness. And, uh, and in, in that sense, um, it brings to light all the things that aren't there. So when I see discovery, when I see these city, I, when I see the smoke going over the city, it's not the smoke of an explosion. I think it's the smoke of discovery. And, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And probably a lot of people are going to, and I, I think, too, this is going to be part of the fulfillment of the, of the heads that were like the M80s and the, and the firecrackers and the ladyfinger firecrackers, uh, because if, if everything about Washington D.C. came out right now, and we knew every dark every dark secret, every backroom deal, every under the table situation, do you realize how angry the American people would be? Of course, we would be furious, but also some of the people who would be exposed would be angry that somebody actually exposed them. And so I, I think it's going to be uh, you know dual purpose 
Uh, and once again, I love my country. I've, I've traveled. I've been to the death camps. I've been. To, I spent time in Russia, Warsaw. Uh, I've, I've been to 43 nations. Saw a lot that happened right after the wall fell in Eastern Europe. And those people had been under the thumb of communism and socialism all their lives. And all they wanted to do was to breathe and have life. And we see a younger generation that is buying into every lie the enemy throws out there about the, the, uh, the, the wonderful things about socialism. Well, you and I were raised in a time frame when we, we know better. Oh, absolutely. And we, we know what, the, what, what ends up at the end of the lie, what the promises are. And uh, we know that you know, Stalin and Lenin and Hitler, um, and Mao Zedong for that reason, you can throw them in, um, Pol Pot. They they took a few. They, they they started by taking liberties away and, and telling the people they were they were better off because of that. And it's not just about taking guns. It's about I mean, right now, everybody's being conditioned to wear a mask everywhere they go, even though there's contrary, contradictory information on both sides. Um, and so we're being taught that you know train this. Well, I have in my in my uh, my collection of of things that I've gotten from around the world. I have an armband that was actually worn by somebody in the Warsaw Ghetto. And I've stood on that property in Warsaw where the Warsaw where the Warsaw Ghetto was. And when I hold that thing in my hands, it always brings tears to my eyes because I think, man, somebody that wore this actually ended up being put onto a freight car and was shipped to Auschwitz and most likely died at Auschwitz, all because one man said all the Jews should die. All the Jews should wear a mark. And so when I see that band, that little armband, it brings it brings a tenacity to my spirit. When I hear some of our our, our, our vice and presidential candidates uh, for that office say, you know, in, in various reports, you know, oh, we're going to get your guns, we're going to get your guns. I don't have to, I don't. A quick review of history tells you why they want to do that. And so, what excites me about this dream is that I believe we're, we're about to see a whole boatload of information come up and come out. And all the stuff the mainstream media has spent decades hiding and, and not or not covering on purpose intentionally, those things are going to come out. And I hope and pray when it does that the American people have the wherewithal and, and, and the sheer intestinal fortitude to address it and, and, and demand justice. We have people at the federally elected place that need to be in prison for the things they've done. If I didn't pay my taxes, I'd be in prison. And, and having things taken. And yet we've got congressmen, we've got senators, we've got officials who have done terrible, tragic things like that, getting by with it. And I'm just thankful that the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. And I believe that God's going to open up some things, some, some news outlets, and bring some things out of the dark that are about to explode in people's lives. And, and I just the good side of that is saying that maybe America has more time. Maybe our prayers have been answered. Maybe maybe he's added some more time. Or if we'll continue praying, which, matter of fact, let's take a second and encourage them to come to Topeka for Halloween, yeah. the solemn October assembly. You know, when we prayed in September in Plano, I, I, and I'll say it again, that was one of the most powerful prayer events I've ever been at in my entire life. In 30 years of ministry, I've never been at a prayer event that, that made a difference in my life like that one did. And I am looking greatly forward to Topeka, Kansas, October 31st, spending that day that's usually recognized for trick-or-treating and, and evil and all that sort of things. And I think you know, our, our kids will dress up, like well, kids in America will dress up like evil things and walk and get, get stuff from people's houses. And we're going to be able to stay there together and pray together, and I believe make a difference both in the week of the election 
And even in the in, in Topeka, where we'll be, I believe there'll be an impact because we pray in Topeka. I believe that, that, that Topeka, Kansas, may see some incredible spiritual warfare that day, but because we're going to pray and trust the Lord for greater things, that we'll see some even better things happen there. And so those that are, that are listening to this, 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 this radio program, I encourage you, if at all possible, come. And, and you say, well, I can't get there. Here's why I'm coming. Because of what I experienced in Plano, Texas, the, the sh- being able to stand shoulder to shoulder with people who were praying in, with intensity and with passion and aggressively for this nation, it stirred my spirit. Um, it, you know, that iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. And that night, that, 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 that process, I got sharpened that weekend in Plano, Texas in ways I'd never been sharpened before. And that, and that edge has remained sharp because I still pray like I heard some of those people pray, pray like I usually pray. But I'm trusting the Lord that in Topeka, Kansas, or in Topeka, Kansas, October 31st, we're going to see a move of God, and we're going to we're, we're going to see we're going to see angels released. We're going to see the hand of God at work. More information, things coming out. And we're going to see an election that's not nearly as contentious as it could be because God's people said, "Lord, we want you to move." That's what I believe. In one of your dreams, you said that in the month of November, those people that are praying would have the, the mighty rushing wind and tongues of fire set on them. So since we're having the meeting on October 31st, Halloween, which, according to Jerusalem time, actually slides into November, my question is, could it be that we'll begin to see the mighty rushing wind and tongues of fire fall on people that are praying in this meeting and maybe other meetings, too? I believe very much so. Uh, I believe we're at a time where God's just waiting for his people to say, I want it. I need it. God, fill me up, you know, from, from the top to the bottom. And, and I believe as we as we step up and we we pray, we seek His face together, standing together in unity, and that's the key. When I when I had the dream, it was you know assemble believers assemble, get together, connect, shoulder to shoulder, side by side, and and I think that's what what makes the difference. I know we can't get the entire nation at Topeka, Kansas, and I know p- folks have jobs and things and situations. I, I I understand that, but I know what I'm looking forward to is standing shoulder to shoulder, side by side with people and praying. In unity and agreement, because the Bible says where two or three are gathered together, there I am in the midst, and he'll do, he'll work, he'll perform. And so uh, I do believe that we're going to see people that God will fill with the Spirit, will refill with the Spirit, will empower in ways they've never been empowered before. Uh, Because here's the thing, if there is chaos and crazy things happening during the week of the election, we have the best counter to those things, and that is the power of the Holy Spirit and boldness. And if God can take the, the waters of the Red Sea and push them back, and, and Israel walk across on dry land. I mean, think about that. There was no mud. You move water, you got mud. If, if God can make Bartimaeus' eyes able to see again, if God can raise Lazarus from the dead, and Jesus said greater things you'll do than he did, I am all for what God wants to pour out on us that day. And when the, when the enemy gets in our face, and whether they're yelling, screaming, or whatever they're doing, God's telling us that there are things that we can do to counter those things. I, I, I believe that God still does miracles. I believe that God still does miracles. And I'm believing that wholeheartedly for the rest of, uh, for the rest of my life. Until the Lord takes me home, uh, I, I go the way of the grave. I'm, I'm, I'm here to believe that God wants to use us and do some great things in our lives. All right, let me read this. You said, I saw the church. There was a separation line with no middle ground as sides had to be taken. Well, that's sort of what the boys said, where a house divided shall not stand. Okay, let me go on. 
There was fire on the altars and churches around the nation. Fire moved on the heads of people who had been praying, and above the heads, above the heads of many people in the church, I saw an actual question mark above their heads. They appeared uh, confused about what they were seeing in the world and the church, and I heard a voice say, those who refuse to be ready will be wanting in the end. So brace yourselves, tell us, and it goes to some other. But the point is, this happened in the month of November. Fire moved on the heads of people who had been praying. And I yeah. want to believe that a group of people that gather together, fast and pray for 12 hours, blow shofars, get on their face, and they're praying and raising the roof, sending out ministering, protecting guardian angels and the warrior angels, praying like we've never prayed for our nation before. There's a very good possibility. Miracles, I don't know that that's going to happen, but fire, I believe fire is going to come in the hearts of people. Fire is going to be in their mouth. We're going to see some powerful things at this meeting. By the way, this is in Topeka, Kansas. Do you know the history of Topeka, Kansas? Do you know where? Here's the brief history. January 1 of 2001, there was Bethel Bible College, and they had been fasting and praying for a 24-hour prayer meeting. And they were sent home over the weekend, told to answer the question, what is the initial physical evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit? The 40 students came back Monday morning, all agreed it was speaking in tongues. A woman stepped forward and said, in the Bible, they laid hands on them and they began to speak in tongues. Will you lay hands on me? So the teacher did. She began to speak in tongues. The next person stepped up. All 40 of them got the baptism. The Holy Spirit began to prophesy. Then it went to Azusa Street. Then it went around the world. But here's this. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, the last great movement of God, started in Topeka, Kansas. Wow. Although I was aware of that history, I'm excited by that history. Uh, it's just like here in Burksville, uh, William Brannan was born and raised here, you know, over 100 years ago. Uh, and so now I'm having dreams in Burksville. I'm not from here, <laughs> but a pastor in Burksville is having dreams. There's a heritage. There's a spiritual legacy and a heritage in, 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 our, in, in the Pentecostal movement. And so being there in Topeka on what is considered to be, you know, the Devil's Day, and with that history and background, there's some great potential for incredible things to happen. And I, I'm even more inspired now to come and be a part of this because I know what I, I know what I felt, Stan, there in Texas. To see those people arm in arm linked around that huge room, over 400 people arm in arm, and hear those shofars go off at once. And there were moments we thought, God, you're just going to, you know, your presence is going to fall so thick you can feel it, pick it up, so to speak. And uh, I'm looking forward to feeling that 10 times with the intensity. Amen, 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 amen. So here's what you need to do. Go to watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Take your time. Read every word. It will give you all of the details to come to this meeting. Now, this one is only a 12-hour fast. We ask you to be in your seat with shofar in hand. You probably want to bring your knee pillow and some kind of water drinking device. And we're going to have shofars blow at 8 a.m. And then we'll close the meeting again at 8 p.m. Why shofars? Because that is a declaration of war. Look, the devil has de- he's declared war against our nation. He's attacking everything from the president, all of our churches. And the, it, the, the, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not writing words on buildings and burning and breaking glass and stealing. 
The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, loosing the angels to do warfare. It's being on our knees, on our face, crying out to God. And we're going to send out the ministering, protecting guardian, also the warrior angels. And we're going to send that shofar sound through the roof up to the throne room. And if there is a God in heaven that is listening to anybody in America, he is going to hear us and he is going to deliver this nation. And that's why we're gathering. It's, yes, I know it's difficult. I know it costs. I know it's time off. It's a whole lot easier to stay home and watch the live stream. But I'm calling, just like Coverstone said, I'm speaking into the air. Well, right now I'm speaking into the air. I'm speaking into the spirit. I'm speaking into everyone, everyone's spirit right now that's listening. You know you've been called to be a watchman. You know you've been interested in Bible prophecy all of your life. And you know that you've been called. How many people are going to stand up for this nation? Only the ones that understand what trouble it's in. And as I said, we've been, I've been called to raise up an army of end-time prophecy teachers working miracles. Well, here it is. The alarm is ringing. That shofar is sounding. And it's time to go to battle. Bring your shofar, bring your water device, your knee pillow, and we are going to fast for 12 hours and pray, and we're going to keep that microphone going every five minutes. It starts again, and we're going to raise the roof, and we're going to get a victory. We're going to see Trump win the election, but it's going to be more than that. We're going to see discovery. We're going to see justice brought to the justice system in America. We're going to see law enforcement brought to the law enforcement in America once again. We're going to pray that this nation will get up off its knees and start fighting. And I'm saying get off its knees and stop doing nothing. Instead, you say, get on your knees and start fighting the right war. But we're going to pray that this nation has a victory. And if we do, I believe we can see the greatest victory, the greatest time that this nation has ever seen. We can see inventions released, cures released that have been hidden and suppressed for years. We are going to see a new financial system. We can see a new time of glory coming to this nation. But brothers and sisters, now is the time to pray. Now is the time for us to gather and put our feelings, our look, look, it's not your money anyway. It's God's money. Not your time anyway. It's his time. Lord, we ask you to send the finances, the days off, the ways and means for them to get to this meeting. We ask you to provide it in Jesus' name. And don't say, well, if you want me to go, provide the money. And then if the money comes in, if everything's easy, it's easy, then it's a sign to go. Instead, if everything is falling apart, if there's a lot of difficulty, that's a sign the devil doesn't want you there. And that's the very sign you need to be there. Don't expect everything to be a smooth road. Expect it to be a difficult battle. You get a difficult battle to come to this, then you know you're supposed to be there. Amen, Dana Coverstone. Amen. Amen. That's right. I look forward to meeting all the people who are going to be there and praying with us to see America change. Do you have difficulties since these dreams come out? Oh, my. Yeah. Well, you remember the last time I was at your, at your home in your office studio. I was there right before the Plano event, and I ended up on my knees in your bathroom. Right. You know, and I slept for nine hours that night, got up feeling better the next day in time to get started. And that was a struggle for me to get there. I mean, I was sick. as I started getting sick the minute I sat down in the airplane. And yet God changed it all up. And when I got, when I got home, when I, when I left, I felt a whole lot better. I have not had the issues or problems since. Um, but, I, but I also know this. This afternoon, um, I'll probably be tired from being from everything going on, but uh, I, there's there's a physical there's a physical price that I pay for sharing the dreams that I, that I know for sure.
Okay, here's what we're going to do at the meeting. Shofars blow in your seat at about 7.30. Shofars blow at 8. Then we'll have praise and worship. Then from there, we'll probably have a little short 15 or 20-minute talk from one of the ministers. But then the lion's share for the next hour or so, it's five-minute open microphone. We're asking people to gather under one name, Jesus, to do one thing, pray for our nation. Like we had one guy who's going to teach people how to dance. I said, nope, not here. If you want to te- if you want to pray for our nation, you can pray for our nation. If not, be seated. And he sat down. But that's the way it is, okay? It's one thing. In other words, we're not bringing in doctrines. We're not bringing in denominations. I don't care who you are, where you're from. If you believe in the name Jesus and you want to pray for our nation and you want to get up there behind a microphone with your other brothers and sisters in Christ praying in agreement with you, this is the meeting to be at. It's in Topeka, Kansas. It's the center of the country. And it's probably the best location for the most people that we've ever had. You can pretty much drive there from most any place in the country. And we have several ministers coming. As a matter of fact, Butcher Paul, if you know him, he says he's coming. So the, it's going to be a very, very powerful time. Recommend you come. Dana? Yeah, yeah. please do. Once again, this is going to be one of the one of the best things you could be a part of. Uh, I, I guarantee it will be life-changing, just like the one it was for me. I've been in ministry 30 years, never found anything like that. When, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what God is doing, what he wants to do in my life, what he wants to do uh, around the nation. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, let's go back to talking about the dream. You said that you saw basically that the, the, the data lines were being clogged and the information was not able to get out. And then you heard, uh, you saw the word spelled discovery. So apparently there's some big secret or big secrets that are about to be brought out by God. And the the powers that be are going to do everything they can to stop that information from getting out. But God is going to do a lot of exposing. And this is probably tied in with the uh, blowing up of the, 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 the firecracker heads. In other words, there's going to be a lot of people really angry over their secrets being exposed. Your comment. One of the big things we've had in Washington, D.C. is secrets. And and they'll and there will be a price that a lot of people are about to pay because of what they've tried to hold down, hold off. Um, and we, we've got folks who have once again who should be in prison that are in elected office right now, who have served in elected office, uh, who have been involved in things they should never have been involved with, things that are treasonous, things that go against the Constitution, things that violate their oath to the Constitution, and yet nobody's done anything about it. And, and sometimes we think, well, we don't have the power to do that. But truth truth has a way of always coming out. Truth has a way of always winning. And it may not be in this lifetime, but, but still those things come out. And one day everyone's going to stand before God, and what's in the books are going to be read and spoken. And Revelation tells me that you know eternity will be based on what's written in those books, in the Lamb's Book of Life, so to speak. And uh, so the things that are going to come out, I believe, are going to be... Uh, impossible to deny. Um, it's going to be right out there. And what Washington's tried to hide for so many decades, so many years, uh, it's going to be right there in your face. So uh, the time for the, you know, it'd be a great time for confession right now in Washington. And uh, it might be time for people to step up to the microphone and say, hey, this is going to come out, but I want you to hear it from me. I'd rather hear it from them than from a, from a, from a, an indictment. But uh, pride, there's a lot of pride out there, too, so... I just hope that justice is done in both parties against anybody that's done something illegal, immoral, uh, that 
specifically, you know, politically, people in Washington, D.C. have gained advantage from their positions rather than serve the American people. And that's what I really want to see taken out. In, in the dream you read yesterday, you said you saw in the rotunda of the Capitol a closed casket, and you said that you saw that on December 17th. Well, Tell us about the, that. The sign above it said there was just a calendar and a sign, and December 17th was circled. And once again, it was a closed casket. And a prominent sinner stood up and demanded to see who was in that casket, as if there was a question of who was in it. Um, I know people are going to say, well, you're saying he's going to die on December 17th. That's not what I'm saying. I just had a dream. This is what I saw. Uh, but it was a closed casket. So who knows? And, and, you know, and when the sergeant of arms came, he said, this will never be seen again or forever seen. So in other words, there was something that was going to be changed, and it would never be the same again. Now, what does that mean? Systematically, I don't know for sure. Once again, I'm just I'm a pastor. I had a dream, and I'm sharing it, and I hope that people will pray about it, get a sense of what it, what it is, and then run with it. You know, on that. In that you said you saw the Washington Monument. The Washington Monument is a phallic symbol, and it has to do with the New World Order and these evil Satanists and Moloch and Ball worshippers trying to bring in their guy, the Antichrist. So, yeah. in that that's part of it. It's got to be some, apparently, this discovery causes some real problems for some evil people in high places. And he caught his breath there. You know, he was running at a full sprint. He was in a hurry. That senator was in an absolute sprinter's pace to get to the White House. But he stopped at the at the Washington Memorial, the monument, to catch his breath. And in that sense, turned around, saw those people come, and told them to hurry. And they were very hesitant, and they were holding their shoes. So you know, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've been thinking about the, you know, some of the mythology of Mercury, uh, the speedy guy, so to speak. So I don't know for sure. I, I just had this dream last night, and, uh, and although I've got some ideas of, of what it means, I want people to pray and ask, Lord, okay, well, what does this mean? To, you know, and it can't be what does this mean to you, what does it mean to me? Uh, there, there's a deeper meaning here that I'm sure, but I think it has to do with the election. I think it has to do with Washington. I think it has to do with... And the other thing, Washington, D.C. did not want some of the information to come out. And that's why they were trying to disconnect the cable. And so that also, I think, is very telling of, of the things that are coming down the pike. So Lord knows what he's doing. You know? All right. Well, yeah. Dana Coverstone, I appreciate you so much coming on Prophecy Club and doing a couple of programs with you. Can't wait to see you again uh, come October 31, Halloween. And why don't you give us your website and your contact information? Dana Coverstone at YouTube, and there should only be four or five videos on there. That's how you know it's, it's the right one. Um, there is um, our Living Room Ministries AG is our, our church website. Uh, I'm still in the process right now developing uh, DanaCoverstone.com. We'll have that up and going here in the next couple of weeks. I'll be doing some podcasts on, on uh, weekly and my prayer journal daily on my personal Facebook page, Dana Coverstone. I pray every morning with different people. And that's been great to, to pray with people from all over, all over the world and all over the country. So excited about what God's doing. Once again, folks, go to watchmanstrumpet.com, watchmanstrumpet.com, watchmanstrumpet.com. Read every word of it. Get all signed up, and we will be seeing you in Topeka, Kansas, Halloween night. Be in your seat by 7.30. Shofars blow at 8 o'clock. Don't forget to bring your shofar, your knee pillow, and some kind of water-holding device, and we are going to pray, and we are going to get the victory in this nation. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com.
When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. Emergency food is almost sold out everywhere. However, because of our relationship with HeavensHarvest.com, they have made an entire truckload available to Prophecy Club in a few weeks where others are totally out or waiting for months. They have all sorts of emergency supplies and food at HeavensHarvest.com. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. HeavensHarvest.com makes it easy to order. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN. That's HeavensHarvest.com, promo code S-T-A-N. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN. <laughs> 